Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. This week, I had the opportunity to share my gift with Luann from The Real Housewives. Luann's reading was all about her reconnecting with her dad, and he validated how proud he was of her and the person she is turning into. This reading came at just the right time, because honestly, if this happened any sooner, I don't think she would have been prepared for it, or more importantly, it would have helped her as much as it did today. I hope you all enjoy this episode of Hey Spirit. As I started to enter the other side, there were several loved ones on the other side. Um, so I'm assuming you have a grandmother that's departed because she steps forward first, but then there's a father figure next to her. Mm-hmm. So is your dad passed? Yes. Okay. And did he mm-hmm. pass from something of the brain or something of the head or not being able to communicate with you in the end? Because what he did as, as soon as I went to his soul, I felt like I could not take a deep breath, which is my symbol for heart or chest. Then he restricted my throat area and then the head. Typically, spirit does not make me feel all three things. So the chest means heart, lungs. Um, The throat is uh, something to do with the illness of the throat, not being able to communicate. And the brain is of not be of having any consciousness. Well, he um, he died on morphine. So I would say that it was difficult in the end for him to breathe, obviously. And then you know, he was not in his right frame of mind. I can mm-hmm. feel you hold his hand. So were you holding his hand or what? Yes. He made me feel like that there was some type of sign or feeling that you had that you knew that your father knew that you were there. Yeah, so, I, I was with him and I was with him in the end. <clears throat> he was on hospice. Do you have a favorite picture of of your of your dad and, and you of I, I feel you're all dressed and I don't know if you're dancing or if it, I, I feel like it's almost like a dance pose. So I don't know if it's an exact picture or that's a fond memory that you have of him, of you and him dancing. Yeah, I do. It's a fond memory of us dancing. And I do have a picture of that somewhere. I feel like I'm so angry that he died. Your father kind of makes me feel like he stepped forward and took responsibility. So whether mm-hmm. if he didn't follow up with things or change a doctor, whatever it may be, he says, I don't want anyone to carry that burden or guilt or have a regret in saying, I wish I paid attention more, went to the doctor with him, made sure or found him a different doctor sooner, whatever it is. He mm-hmm. does not want anyone to carry that burden. He had bladder of the cancer and he knew that he was sick, but a friend of his had bladder of the cancer and they died after he had, they had surgery. So my father decided not, to, not to have surgery because not that- to treat it, period, okay. which was, and I'm a nurse. So, you oh know, I was very mm-hmm. upset about that, that he didn't, he didn't tell anybody. And, and then of course, when he started to get really sick, he probably regretted the fact that he didn't you know, have the treatment that he needed. You know, to me, he felt scared. You know, I would try to get up to go to the bathroom and he would be like, where are you going? You know, where are you Mm -hmm. going? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'll be back. 
And then I was going to go to bed one night into another room. And he was like, just stay, you know, mm -hmm. I felt, you know, that he was fearful. He says, I just didn't want you to go. I wasn't right. afraid to die. Right. Did he have a brother that passed before him or was it a really good friend that was like a brother? Well, you know, he comes from one of 13. So he oh. definitely had brothers pass before him. So, okay. so know that he had sensed and saw them, felt them and knew that mm. it, he wasn't afraid to die. Right. Okay. He just didn't want you to go. Now, were there times where you didn't see your dad? Your dad made mm. me feel like the reason why I would say, don't go, come stay, he says, because there would be times where I might not see her for like a week or so yeah. or maybe a month. Oh, yeah. For long periods. I you know, lived in Europe um, oh. most of my young adult life. And so um, so there'd be long periods where I wouldn't see my parents. And, oh. you know, then I lived in New York and they lived in Connecticut. And even though it wasn't that far, I didn't see them all the time. So know that this is what your dad is saying. He wasn't afraid to die. Mm, he just right. didn't want you to go. So right. you see how we can mix those emotions and then build up all these negative emotions of fear mm -hmm. and uncertainties. Right, right. So yeah. he says, that's what I was, quote unquote, afraid of, mm -hmm. of that you would be gone mm -hmm. for a longer time. Mm -hmm. Your dad actually showed me, did you have the spiritual experience where you thought you saw him or you had that dream and you just like, you remember seeing him for like this split second or feeling him? Seeing spirit is in many different ways. I've had a dream that like when I got divorced from my first husband that I was back with my husband and my father walked by and we were cuddling together and my father kind of walked by us and gave like the nod, like, you see, I told you everything was going to be okay because I mm -hmm. desperately wanted to be with my husband at the t again. And so I had that dream, but that was right after I got divorced. So that was 2009. Okay. Um, and since then, uh, he's come to me in the weird, you know, just getting a facial. Wow. And I felt an yeah. overwhelming warmth and oh. I felt his presence, you know, I felt his presence and I kind of visualized his face mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my God, you're here, yes. you know? And I, I, yeah, I had a very strong visit from him. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, know that yeah. that was real. Wasn't your imagination? Yeah. Wasn't wishful oh, thinking? Oh no, I know that was real. Know that yeah. that was him. Your father says, mm -hmm. I do watch over. And just because Luann, your prayers aren't answered right away, doesn't mm -hmm. mean that they are not heard. That is, right. however, you need to take that. He made me feel the emotion that for the first time, you're really taking uh, true stock in yourself mm -hmm. of where you're really doing what's right for you, not mm -hmm. for someone else or for something else. Yeah, I'm on, you know, I'm on a, um, I'm on a journey and, okay. uh, you know, spirituality and. Okay, good. Um, you know, not drinking and trying to connect on a, on a much higher level. Let me tell you something. That is the hardest thing that I ever had to do in my life was to look deep mm. in my soul, decide right. what, what wasn't working for me, what wasn't mm -hmm. good for me, what I needed to change. I look right. at it sometimes improve about yourself. He shows me my symbol for there is no time or need for beating ourselves up. He says, we need to look at things of choices that we make, not so much as mistakes, but lessons learned. 
There are right. things of how, well, I will never make that choice again. And, or mm -hmm. it brings us to another path of different people in our lives to help mm -hmm. us grow. hundred <clears throat> percent. Um, so know that your dad says, I am extremely proud of you for that. Mm. He says, so, so if there are times, if you feel, I'm going to, I'm going to just use it in this term and you are going to have to place it for you personally. I'll use the mm -hmm. example of new year's resolutions. We all place all mm -hmm. these expectations, right. And goals on ourselves. And then when mm -hmm. we don't meet those expectations, we beat ourselves mm -hmm. up. Right. Right. No, mm -hmm. there's, he says, there's no more of that. It's we look at it as a lesson learned. We pick ourselves mm -hmm. up and we move on. <clears throat> I'll leave it mm -hmm. at that. Your dad mm -hmm. salutes you. So that means two things for me. It means he served our country and or you spoke uh, or wrote something about him. I'm writing a book right now and it has a lot to do with my father. Oh. So know that yeah. your dad wants to thank you for the amazing mm -hmm. and beautiful tribute. <laughs> he goes, Teresa. Well, he go, wait, he I'm goes, there's, there's a lot of ups and downs in that book, Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of ups and downs. You know? Oh, God, that's so funny. Uh, Are there times when you write, whether you <clears throat> journal, you're writing your book, you kind of get overwhelming feelings and you're like, wow, where did that come from? Yes, yeah, certainly. You know, oh. depending on the day, you know, mm -hmm. especially, you know, I feel like when you don't drink, you deal with a lot more emotions than. Mm -hmm then you probably would if you if you were drinking and you could like, you know, drink, you know, some of those feelings away. So I feel like I feel a lot more in terms of connecting um, with my feelings, connecting mm -hmm. with my emotions and even connecting to, you know, how my father might've felt about what I write. I feel like your dad is channeling through you at times. Like mm -hmm. he's helping you with oh, those I... certain emotions and whatever that is. And he mm -hmm. just said to me, he goes, <laughs> your dad had a kind of a funny uh, side to him. Cause I feel like he could be serious. He could mm -hmm. be stern, but then he could be mm -hmm. like so funny. Cause he's like, you know, he goes, mm -hmm. I'm, he goes, I'm dead a long time. I go, you are. Mm -hmm. He goes, mm -hmm. yeah. He goes, and my daughter has been waiting a long time to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, but I want her to know that timing is everything. And your dad is making me feel like that he is taking responsibility for all of the stars aligning. He yeah. shows me that you have a lot of new uh, opportunities and new things coming up, which is fantastic because I think mm -hmm. we're all looking for that, right? Yeah. And forgive me for saying this, in the, but he made me feel like this probably was the worst year. He mm -hmm. says, maybe not, you know, not only for my daughter, but for a lot of people, he says, but yet he goes, but look at how she's coming out on the top. Mm -hmm. And I just keep feeling this emotion of your dad saying, no matter what gets thrown in your path, do mm -hmm. not stop. Do right. not stop. Believe in yourself. Hold on to that. Can I ask you, were you going to change things about your space? Like, um, to make it more Zen or how could I make it more calm or you were thinking about that or you, you've actually done that. Well, I'm actually, um, renovating my kitchen, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to make it, uh, just to make it bigger and, uh, better utilize the space. You know, I just have like, my kitchen is closed off to the living room. So I want to, okay. cause I have an old house. So okay. you know how the older houses were mm -hmm. smaller rooms. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of opening a room and making it more kind of like family oriented, okay. you know. So just a, little a little bit, bit. more, I'll use, I, I wasn't going to use this term, but I will feng shui a little bit more. Yeah. And again, because I felt more balanced. I felt more Zen and mm-hmm. I felt on how important. And he just made me feel like you were searching for more things to make you feel connected and grounded and mm-hmm. calm. Yeah. I mean, I am. I'm totally okay. searching for all those things. Okay. You know, I, I do, uh, you know, yoga and I pray every day. Mm-hmm. I've definitely gotten a lot more spiritual in mm-hmm. the last couple of years. Your yes. dad said, I'm going to, your dad said you told him that it was okay to let go. Mm-hmm. It was almost like I can hear you say, it's time, it's okay mm-hmm. to let go. Did you actually watch him take his last breath? Or did you have yeah. your hand on his chest? Yeah, I was there. I was there in the room with him and pretty much felt him take his last breath. It was pretty imminent, you know, when mm-hmm. you know we upped the dose of morphine and um, that way he would pass shortly after. So it was, I felt like he was at peace. Was there a chair in the corner of the room? Your dad showed me something very interesting. He made me feel like he said, Teresa, he said, that wasn't me for several days, for almost three days. That Mm -hmm. wasn't me. He said, my soul waited. And he showed Mm -hmm. me the chair, caddy corn in the corner. It just means that the soul waited. Mm -hmm. So he's making me feel like I can, whether you thought it to yourself, whether you actually did whisper it in his ear, he said when you said it was okay to let go and it was mm-hmm. time that mm-hmm. is when the soul left i would always tell him you know it's going to be okay mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. so i tried to make him feel safe and comfortable and you know i was trying to make jokes with him and trying to make him laugh and well you did do that that's the first yeah. thing your dad showed me <laughs> the yeah. first thing he had me say i actually feel this presence of your dad of like mm-hmm. how you look at things so differently. Now you look at things, you look at people mm-hmm. so differently. And I feel, and he made mm-hmm. me feel like whatever journey you're on, whatever happened in the past, your dad mm-hmm. made me feel like this is your time. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen for you. Right. It's almost like what you put out is truly what you get back. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's interesting because as I write my book, there is, um, you know, he's like the river that runs through my life, you know, mm-hmm. um, and my mother told me that I was his favorite, which mm-hmm. I kind of knew. <laughs> <laughs> and we were very close. We were very mm-hmm. close and especially much later in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, but your dad always bragged about you because mm-hmm. he, sh- I see him bringing forward other souls and I have no way. I'm like, who's that? He's like, I don't know. He goes, I met them mm-hmm. over here. He's like, come yeah. see my daughter, come see yeah. my daughter. <laughs> and so he's still bragging about you. I feel like that there's something, I don't know if I'm not understanding what he wants me to say, or if it's something where you want to ask me something, but unsure. Well, I, I'd love to know, you know, my father had a drinking problem mm-hmm. for many years and he became sober, I would say the last 15 years of his life. So I write about that in my book because oh. it affected, of course, mm-hmm. the way I grew up. And is he I upset think... with me that I'm going to write about that? Oh, absolutely not. If your dad, you have to understand, is this why your your dad... Kept he, Your dad is the one that brought up the writing, what you were writing about him. He considered it a tribute. Do you understand that? But he made mm-hmm. me feel like you have to write about this in right. order for you to continue your journey, what you're going through. 
-hmm. your process. Your dad right. made me feel like you have to do this. And right. is this why he keeps congratulating you and saying, this is your time? Mm -hmm. This is Maybe. it? I believe that with every fiber in my soul. Because mm -hmm. he just said to me, he goes, Teresa, he says, and is that why Luann, he brought up all the times? Yes, we, we, we make mistakes. We fall off. We fall back, right? Mm -hmm. But he says, you know how I felt about the last years of my life. Mm -hmm. Finally made it. Mm -hmm. right. And he, he, your dad literally looked me in the eye and said, Teresa, I am not making any excuses for my behavior. He mm -hmm. says, but it was learned behavior. Mm -hmm. So whatever that is of what he carried from his childhood mm -hmm. might not have been alcoholism. It could have been something else. Whatever. I know. So it, I would love to know what trauma that he had. He, I wonder what trauma he had that made him drink like that. Because I think that people develop addictions um, because they're trying to mask something that they mm -hmm. don't want to feel. And I feel like there must have been some he literally drama in his life. I don't know if it was one specific thing, but this is all that I got mm -hmm. disappointment and struggles mm -hmm. my entire mm -hmm. life. He says, right. and then it came to a point where I didn't know how to unconditionally love. Mm -hmm. He goes, your mom loved me unconditionally mm -hmm. after all the shenanigans. Right. She stood by me. Yeah, she did. He yeah. said, I look back on my life and review my life and have learned lessons. And I can tell you that if the tables were turned, I wouldn't have put up with it. Right. He says, please tell her that I am sorry mm. for the all the times, not the one, all the times that I disappointed her. But I want to mm. thank her for loving me unconditionally, mm -hmm. for giving me the opportunity to always stand by her. He said, even to the end, she really never left me. She was, that was, I could always count on her. You know what I found out talking to her about this, that she, um, she threatened to divorce him and it was at my brother's wedding. And so she served him papers in order for ah! it to hit home. And what he did, he put the papers in his back pocket and he was on the dance floor at my brother's yeah. wedding with divorce papers in his pocket. <laughs> Which is so funny. He goes, but she never, she never divorced me. No, she stood by my side. You know, that was, that was her time to mm -hmm. give him the ultimatum, which was mm -hmm. enjoy yourself on the dance floor because this is over this if is you it. don't clean mm -hmm. up your act. And that made him clean up his act. He made me feel like that was a similar thing with you. A moment like that of what, like what happened mm -hmm. with your mom and your dad of saying mm -hmm. like, okay, this is it. It's either sink or swim. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, well, and, and, I'm, I, would, and I'm, I would say I would say going to jail did, oh. was a good one. He says that is something that I learned in my sobriety is that mm. I couldn't change my my past choices. I couldn't change how I hurt people. I couldn't change how I disappointed people. He said, but I could try mm. to make up for that. And he says, and I did in my own way. And what I admire is that he's saying, but. And in the end, he was able to leave the physical world with such dignity and grace. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because of yeah. you and mom. Yeah, no, he ended his life. I mean, the end of his life. I mean, 
he, you know, he had such a struggle, um, his whole life. So entire life, his entire life. And, um, so, you know, I spoiled him rotten. Mm -hmm. So do you connect with like a deep blue stone? I don't know if it's a sapphire or, um, like a deep, I see this deep, deep, deep blue stone. He loved onyxes, you know. I think it was that generation also. They loved, he loved his onyx ring. He had an onyx ring that he lapis. wore. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. look up the stone lapis. Oh, I know lapis. Mm-hmm. That's what he's showing me, that color. Uh, oh, okay. and, then, and then I saw lapis and then I saw like a meaning uh, for it. So mm-hmm. look at, that might be something good for you. He goes, don't tell my daughter that. She'll go and buy the whole... <laughs> <laughs> you know, she'll go by the home. He goes, she'll have these set in diamonds. I'm like, no, 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 they're not supposed to be set like that. <laughs> they're very simple. He's like, he's like, no, 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 she don't know simple. <laughs> uh, that's that's right. He knows me. He talks about shoes. There's something about like a poem. I I don't know what this is. Um, I don't know if it's something that your dad always said or something that he recited or he said a saying something like he would always say well he always said don't (laughs) let anybody spit on your shoes open your (gasps) mouth (laughs) meaning you know if you've got something to say to me say to my face and don't you know spit on my shoes so interesting (laughs) that shoes came up yes (laughs) he said she gave me the greatest things in life. Mm. He said, I had the honor and privilege of holding her when she entered the physical world. He said, and she had the pleasure of holding me as I left. Mm. And he says, that is such a, an honor. And he says, mm. and I want to thank you for being strong enough to do that. Mm. Yeah, that wasn't, it That's wasn't easy. easy. It was, it was, no. it was very difficult. And I miss him so much. He's, you know, he was just my everything. And, and I just, you know, part of me is like, you know, if he, he'd probably still be alive if he had gotten treatment, you know, it just, you know, we but, did, but that was his journey. He was, he was an American Indian. So mm-hmm. for him, it was like, I'll go and die under a tree, you know, yep. I'll, mm-hmm. you know, it's my time to go. It's my time to go. kind of thing. And I love how this moment, I think this is what really touched me the most on how your Mm -hmm. dad was saying that where you are on your journey in life right Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. connecting with him today is exactly Mm -hmm. what you needed. And the timing was perfect. It's awesome. It's just, you know, I, you know, I put into question every day, you know, would he be upset with me that I'm telling his story and, you know, and my mother, you know, is like, you know, my mother's 92. and 92 and she is just she goes to get her nails done and her hair done (laughs) she drives she's unbelievable she's strong she's a strong woman and um and I thought you know do I really want to talk about him much you know because as you know I work on or maybe you don't know I work on a uh, my reality show and I talk about my journey and I talk about Mm -hmm. writing the book and um I talk about how I was his favorite and I talk about how Mm -hmm. You know, my mother told me he, you know, when I was eight or ten, mm-hmm. you know, I would be the only one that he would listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was in a rage, rage, you mm-hmm. know, against my mother, you know, calling her every name in the book. He wasn't physically abusive, but he was verbally abusive because mm-hmm. he was 
and he had so much sorrow and so much pain. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a child, I remember him crying on my bed. Um, mm-hmm. And because he, I think he, he just couldn't get control of the dark side mm-hmm. uh, and the shadows. And I think that's where, where the sorrow and the pain come, came from, mm-hmm. which is he just could not reel it in. And finally, uh, and so my mother said to me, he was, you're the only one he would listen to. And I was like, mom, but I was like eight or 10, you know? Um, but that's how desperate my mother was because he just wouldn't listen. And, um, so. No, I think that was true because your dad just showed me that you were like his, you were his mother in a previous life. Mm. I don't know. Do you believe in past lives or is that something? Your dad made me feel like that you were that person for him in Mm. a previous life. That's why. Mm. And he said, the reason why, and there's something that you know this deep in your soul mm. is that it's important for you to write it because mm. it is going to help people. And your yeah. father said, Teresa, at the end of my life, that's what I realized my journey could be about helping people. Well, he's helped me because, you know, he, mm-hmm. you know, he got sober and he was sober for a good the last part of his life, good, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years. So, um, you know, he was inspiring in terms of, and so his trajectory changed my trajectory mm-hmm. and therefore changing, changes my children's uh, path. You know, my daughter is sober. She doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sober <laughs> because I just, you know, I just, it doesn't work for me anymore. Believe me, I can't, I keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying, darling. And, you know, it just, it's um, not, I can have, you know, a couple glasses of wine, then it's like the whole bottle. And then it's, you know, and then it's, you know, I'm blackout drunk. So Mm -hmm. I just, I can't drink, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting. And my father was never a drinker. And so as I was talking to my daughter about my drinking and from when I was eight till I was like 18, my father was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. She goes, mom, so are you, so are you. And I was like, Oh. Really? I guess, I guess I was. Mm-hmm. And it, it, at the same age. So it's pretty, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty interesting that, you know, um, how parallel mm-hmm. our drinking times were same time. But how amazing for your dad to validate how proud he is of you to be where you are and how realizing mm-hmm. that it just mm-hmm. doesn't work and you're finding, and you're doing all of these new things. You're getting rid of the things that serve Mm -hmm. you no purpose. It's not only his story, it's your story on how many people are going to Mm -hmm. look up to you, support you, Mm -hmm. and how many people you're going to change lives because of that. Right. No, absolutely. I, you know, I hope so. (laughs) I mean, I hope I can help anybody. If I help one person, it's already a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, your dad is very proud of you, your children, after everything that you've been through, mm-hmm. very proud mm-hmm. of who you've all become and how you continue to honor and celebrate him every day of your life. I do. I do. I think about him. I talk about him. I write about him. So that is the happy. best thing. That is the yeah. best. That's the best we can do. You know, people mm-hmm. talk about foundations, they talk about walks and they talk about scholarships, but the yeah. things that your dad just talked about. Yeah. The- the thing that spirit loves the most mm-hmm. because he says that is how we live forever in the hearts right. of our loved ones right right yeah so he just like i just watched his soul like kind of lean over and kiss you and then i felt like he wanted to do that for your children so know that he knows mm-hmm. how much they miss him mm-hmm. and he sends their love 
you know, I always think about that dream that I had about him passing by and him. Yeah. Um, him, you know, kind of almost for me, it feels like he is condoning my, um, I don't know, my relationship with my ex in some way. It made I, I don't me know. feel like it was important for you to know that mm. he knew he knew what was going on, but more importantly, mm. that you were going to be okay. Might not have been the okay that we mm-hmm. hoped for, but that things were right. going to be okay and that you would be okay. And mm-hmm. I feel like he was showing you mm-hmm. a form of how you felt secure and and mm-hmm. and safe. Like you would right. still have that even though right. you weren't with him physically. Well, I want to thank you so much, Luann, for giving me this opportunity to share Becca, my gift with you. Thanks so much. That was awesome. Hi, I'm Luann Delisaz from the Real Housewives of New York City. It was a great experience. I learned things about my father. I learned things about myself. And she's very much connected. And I felt that. I felt that there was a powerful connection to my father at a certain point. And so that was mind-blowing to me. And um, the things that she said about him and the things that she said about how I communicate with him. And because I do feel like I have some sort of open communication with my father, I kind of feel him when he's around. He's come to me at various times in the recent past. And I felt like she caught on to that. I love the fact that she had this connection to my father. And I know that it wasn't the way he wanted to go. And pass away and when she spoke about that I really had a strong connection to that because I know he had cancer etc but I I don't think he understood how quickly it would progress kind of thing and he wanted to die under a tree you know and be in nature and and so I know he wasn't happy about the way he was going to be leaving this world and I think it was there and for me to be able to be there and hold his hand and have that connection to him more than anybody I think in my family, I felt very connected to my father. And so having her to talk about it again and kind of revisit that again and to kind of feel his presence through Teresa was something that I felt like came full circle. Like I felt like there was some closure for me at the end because there are things that I always think about that when I was with him and he was passing away and I was holding his hand and that fear kind of just went away at some point. And, and so for me, it was totally a closure. I think People are always skeptical about people like Teresa and if they really are connected to the afterlife. I think that Teresa is very special. She's someone who I believe is totally connected to who she said she's connected to. I mean, it's like when she started talking about my father, really nailed it. I really got the sense from Teresa that my father was in the room. I really got the sense that this was not something that she pulled out of her hat. This is something that, you know, I had to go through in my life that she understood. And so how can anybody really understand what you've gone through unless you're really connected to the afterlife? And I'm a believer. I'm someone who loves to explore and especially spirituality, especially because I feel like I have a connection to my father who passed. So for me to be able to be read by Teresa was amazing because I know how good she is at it and I know that she helps so many people and to be able to have the honor of being read by Teresa, who I think is very gifted, was incredible.